0: I'm talking about life from my multidimensional, slightly delusional perspective to anyone that can relate or is willing to entertain it or be entertained by it. While my speech will be ranting and rambling to some, it will resound and resonate with many. At this point in my experience, the former doesn't matter as much as the latter. So fuck if you offend it. Let freedom ring.
1: It. Come to the church, your brain's all empty. They just fill it up like a jelly donut. <laughs> Brainwash it. Say what we say when we say it. Say it again, then you can go home to your toys. All right, I'll say, it. I'll say it again. Now can I go home to my toys? Right? And you repeat everything they say. The good, the bad, and the fucking horrific. You stick a star in your forehead. You're a big boy. Huh? You make people like me. <laughs> you get on with your life. You go to college. You get a master's degree in English, like this redneck dude had. He invents the new duck whistle, or whatever the hell you call it. Right? Yours goes whack whack Mine goes quack. A fucking quack. Dude makes a zillion bucks. Gets his own TV show. He's loving life. And out of nowhere, here comes that same question, 60 years later, from Sunday school, and he stands up like the Manchurian candidate. Jesus likes hookers and lepers, doesn't like the queers. And everybody freaks the fuck out. And he's like, oh, that's what they said, and they're all dead. Oh, where'd everybody go? I thought I was a good boy. Just this scared old man
0: getting yelled at in the boat. To all the Mr. and Mrs. Cotters out there, welcome back. This is the podcast, that crazy talk. With all sick with it. I am he. He be me. All sick with it. I appreciate those of y'all been checking in. This is episode three, the Big Bang Theory. God body. I am God body. You are God body. We are God body. This episode plan on being sort of like the atoms and subatomic particles that circle and dance around the metaphysical universe, we are going to move freely around the general discussion of human origins and civilization, religious and scientific ideologies and institutions, and their impact on individual attitudes and general public perceptions. A little autobiographical case study of the lifetime impact of holding on to those general public perspectives that lack material evidence. And maybe even cover some interesting facts with personal commentary related to the topic. I mean, Big Bang Theory. It's a lot of different things to, to cover. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Big Bang Theory. Our whole is in a hot of nearly years ago, expansion started to your melanin. We grade move at warp speed. Slow it down. Speed it up. Bring it back. cumber wine. You know how we do. That's crazy talk. I know. That's how they going to feel about it. Maybe not. Maybe at the end, they might understand me better. That was a comedy clip from Bill Burr. Grabbed it off YouTube. I got a couple more with him. I just thought it was relevant to the conversation. I think it was a great icebreaker, you know. Last conversation episode two, talking about death and taxes, and really wanted to, you know, break the ground on the conversation about, you know, the things in life that are like absolute guarantees, certain definite, like really, like what's really real. You know, you got put so much time on this motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, well, what are you supposed to do with it? And, you know, at this point in life, it's become clear to me that a lot of this shit, like, from the beginning, as far as my life experience, not just my own, but so many people who have similar life experiences, but not just even, like, exclusive to our, you know, sub-dynamic group, whatever the fuck we fall, what category they want to put us in, but, like, just people, human beings in general – a lot of us who don't fall into that, like, 1% category uh, in terms of socioeconomic status, like, yo, don't fuckers be, like, living in a, like, manufactured reality, some real Truman Show type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, what really matters? I told y'all before, if you rockin' with me now, that means you already know how I get down with this This podcast is about, like, me trying to figure out. This reality. This reality is not, it's not the one I envision. Apparently, it is the one that you know others have envisioned, but it's not the one I envision. I say that because there's plenty of people who are who are fine, they're comfortable, they don't think anything's wrong with the way things are today. And I got a lot of issues with it. So I'm starting internally questioning, examining. Like reevaluating the things that I used to hold dear, the fundamental things that have kind of shaped my perspective on life. And in this one, as we talk, this episode, excuse me, as we're talking about the Big Bang Theory, God-body, I am God-body, you are God-body, we are God-body. See, I'm at this place where I've kind of concluded that, like, there's this real natural cycle of existence, what we call life and reality. And we as human beings, like, we are the God we seek and wait for. I mean, that's just giving you a little sample of where I'm at with it. But I got a lot of different reasons why I think that way, and I didn't always think this way. I was raised in a Judeo-Christian, more specifically the American, African-American, urban, uh, Baptist church Christian tradition, like, i I understood the world from that paradigm in an urban experience, and very quickly learned that what you get told in one church ain't what's being taught in all churches, and there's so many socio economic dynamics that affect your church your your religious education similar to your uh secular education. The Big Bang Theory. How does this shit all get started? Why do some people get to go through life with very few socioeconomic issues, if any? I mean, everybody got problems. But why But why does some people got this socioeconomic shit like totally smooth, whereas others, they just, they fucked. And it's an uphill battle all the way through their entire life experience. Especially in a time period where there's just so much surplus of so many things that we as human beings desire and rely on. Like, why should anybody really be suffering or struggling for anything? And I told y'all before, if you was listening to the last episode, you're not going to sell me the ticket that people are just too lazy. I'm sorry. That's just a whole bunch of motherfucking bullshit. I'm not buying that one. Human beings by nature are industrious. Now, the question might be how much value, let's say, the marketplace puts on our individual uh, industry, the ways in which we choose to keep ourselves occupied. But the reality of it is, you know, nobody does nothing. Even if you spend time thinking, you're doing something. I mean, a human body actually burns calories when it's in thought. God forbid you're stressing, that'd be a whole other animal to deal with in terms of metabolism, etc. But that, another conversation for another time, for another episode. God body, Big Bang Theory, like, how did it all get started? Where did we come from? I mean, if you, you know of a certain age, you you got an idea where where the argument is are a go, where the conversation's headed. I mean, it's kind of like religion versus science, right? Because those are the two dominating schools of thought or narratives that say, hey, human beings came from this. And then this is the alternative, you know, voice that's saying, no, human beings came from this. Where did it all come from? What What was the bang? What was the... What was the, the, the trigger that made it a such thing as a human, a a human being on this planet? I'ma give y'all a heads up right now. I don't plan to answer that question in this podcast. This is a two part podcast. I don't plan to answer that question in the second part because I don't have the answer to that question. And I'm gonna tell you now, anybody who says that they do a fucking lying to you. It's all theoretical. People got a whole bunch of theories and ideas and concepts as to where we come from. And that's not saying they're not good ideas or good information or even on the right path. But the reality of it is, shit, we say we have been, you know, 2018 now. <laughs> it remains to be seen in 2018 years where the fuck we come from. Even though, you know, the scientists... Scientific community to tell you that, of course, human beings have been around and the earth has been around for longer than 2,000 years, which raises a whole nother ball of fucking questions, which is awesome. We won't get into them too deep or too much here, but we might scratch and sniff the surface. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about this shit because it's a part of getting to the bang, like, you know, Looney Tunes. Maybe you're too young to know about that. Mm. Bang. (laughs) You're dead. Psych. You're not. Are we? Are we? We're alive, right? You're like, what the fuck is he talking about? What I'm trying to get at is that you're told what you are. So a big part of what you believe and think is really shaped and formed by what you've been told. Now, the question is you got to ask yourself, how old are you? As you're hearing the sound of my voice and you're hearing that question, how old are you? Once you have that number, that's how many years you've been getting a narrative or a story told to you about the reality in which you're living. Now, add to that. Along with being told this story, your own fucking human body is experiencing, experiencing. Pardon me. I need some water, but I'm not ready to drink yet. Your human body is experiencing the 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 senses of what you see, what you smell, what you taste, what you hear, what you feel with your hands, what may have you like the narrative is one form of absorbing information about your experience in this reality, but your senses are the other forms of absorbing information or gathering information about this reality in which you experience, in which you live, and which you exist, and which you just one day magically happen to bang. Again, go back to that question. How old are you today? Have you even ever asked yourself this question? How long have I been around on this earth and thinking about life the way I've been thinking about it? I'm sure you probably had not And if you have, forgive me. I stand corrected. I applaud you. Clap, clap, clap. But in more seriousness, like so much of what we do is driven by what we've been told and not really by what we've seen or been shown. It makes me question Why? It makes me think, in a lot of ways, as I look at my life experience, like Bill Burr said, this shit is a fucking brainwashing program. It's a whole fucking scam. A whole intentional outfit put together. And, I mean, that's just me taking a fucking guess in the dark. That's without even getting into any uh, research or looking for anything to prove a conspiracy. It's just like, hold up. 2000 and something years And this motherfucker ain't showed up yet. It's not even getting into how long it took for him to get here and all the motherfuckers who died believing he was going to come. So we got the Judeo-Christian marriage fracture there somewhere. But it's like, what the fuck? Like, come on, man. 2,000 motherfucking years. Ain't nothing in society... In terms of social, uh, uh, economic, uh, political, like there's no arrangements. That's just like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna let this bill go two thousand years without getting paid, but we're gonna still trust you gonna pay us. Nobody, that's war. You go to fucking war for that. You're not letting no fucking political leader stay in office for two thousand years and not deliver on any of the campaign promises. He ain't standing in office for 2,000 years and only delivering on, like, 50% of the campaign promises. Come on, now. Fucking believing in a deity who's supposed to be your everything provider, and this dude ain't showing up in 2,000 years? You got fucking relatives being born, being taught to believe in this motherfucker— Having families, raising their families to believe in this motherfucker. The relatives get older, die off, teaching you, keep holding on and believing in that motherfucker, and you believing, and that motherfucker still ain't show up yet 2,000 years later. And I ain't even trying to, like, browbeat no fucking specific religion, because I'm going to shit on all of them at some point, I'm sure. Because the reality of it is, just like you and I, these These systems that we've been led or taught or educated to believe in, they got fucking birthdays too. Yeah, motherfucker, I asked you, how long have you been around? How long have you been believing the shit you've been believing? How long has your paradigm on the world been the way it's been? See, we all curious about how long has the, the earth been in existence? That's gonna help us to determine what's the truth, what's the truth. You know what the truth is? The truth is we need to figure out how long we've been believing the bullshit. Cause the reality of it is it's more important for us to figure out how long have we been existing in the big bang that has been created or manufactured, but is not really a a real experience or phenomenon at all. It's it's the Truman show. It's Is is having us wrapped up inside of somebody else's construct so that we can live up to somebody else's ideas of what our humanity or our life worth is. Bang, you're dead. Or alive, or is you dead? Like, I don't know, which one is it? Because if we keep going off of what we're being told, they're going to change the script again. And the script can be Judaism or Islam or Christianity or Buddhism or Hinduism or Taoism or Taoism or, Taoism or, Taoism or whatever term they want to put on it. Because you can't come up with that religion. Well, yes, you can. In America, you can start your own religion. You can start your own faith. You can start your own belief. Bang! Big bang. Yeah, but it, we already know. I mean, is that any different than manufacturing a car or automobile or uh, some type of technology? You just brought to life a way of thinking about life in which to entrap or in, in capture. A group of people who are willing to, let's say, concede to that way of thinking? Bang. you dead. Or is your lie? I guess why I keep saying that is because, like, in the last episode, the last po- the last podcast, I didn't get to emphasize the whole concept of death because I thought that would be beaten. A dead horse so to speak. And so I wanted to put some attention on the concept of taxes being like a a, a you know, a certain element, like a definite element of life, because we all gotta pay dues. That's part of living. That's part of what we running away from as human beings. We don't want to work hard. We don't wanna sweat. We don't wanna be uncomfortable. We don't wanna fathom that with our intellect. We're supposed to continue to suffer in the ways that nature would cause us to suffer. Hey, listen, I'm not sitting here trying to act like I'm some Zen Buddhist motherfucker who got it all together and don't eschew the cold and extreme temperatures as well. I do. But what I'm saying is that I'm realizing certain things like, you know, the impact of everybody having a fucking air conditioning unit hanging out their window and then you live in a city or urban environment and you have virtually no fucking trees or natural life around this fucking concrete jungle in which you're fixed. You're sitting outside. I mean, God forbid you try to deal with the heat in a natural way. You can't. Outside becomes intensified in heat because you can feel it. It feels like you're standing out in the direct aim of all of the fucking back-ass ends of the air conditioners that are kicking cold air inside the buildings but hot air into the atmosphere outside. It intensifies it. So if you got that happening in these fucking overcrowded cities, imagine what's happening all over the globe. But, yeah, global warming is not a real thing. It's just just a hallucination made up by some liberal fucking lunatics who just want to scare everybody into living more simply and more amicably with the planet that we came from. Yeah, that's fucking lunacy. Who would ever come up with that shit? Crack the whip harder. Fuck back to work. Y'all living or y'all dead? Like, come on, y'all. Big motherfucking bang. See, we sitting around hoping that there's this entity that's going to eventually return. And I just used the 2018 thing because, you know, like, Bill Burr said in one of the uh, clips, he said, you know, the Christians won. we keep keeping track based upon, well, maybe it wasn't Bill Burr, maybe it was Louis C.K., I got a clip from him too, but I mean, we keep keeping track of things based upon what they did. Matter of fact, this might be the perfect time to pull that clip in. Let me, let me see if I can find it real quick.
2: I'm not raising my kids religiously,
0: because I don't feel like it.
2: <laughs> Let's get up on a Sunday, fuck that. Fuck that. Let your souls rot, kids. I don't care. I'm not kidding. Daddy, who's Jesus? None of your business. Go back to bed. (laughs) But my kids, you know, they're living in the world, and there's a lot of religion in the world. So you do have to teach your kids, if you're not raising them religiously, you do have to teach them about religion. You know? I always tell my kids the same thing. I tell them that there are many religions in the world, and they're all equal. But the Christians are the main one. That's what I tell them. The Christians won. They're the winners. So act accordingly. (laughs) Congratulate Christians when you meet them because they won the world. And it's true. It's true. We love to tell each ourselves like every religion is exactly. No, no, they're not. The Christians won everything a long time ago. If you don't believe me, let me ask you a question. What year is it? I mean, come on. What year is it according to the entire human race? And why? What year is it? Anybody, sir, just yell out the year. Thank you, Twenty. 2016, no, it's 20, that's right. It's 2017. What is that? That's a number. It's not just any number. It must be a very important number because we're counting to it in unison as a species. For thousands of years, we've been going one, two, three, come on everybody, four, and now come on Africa, five, six. <laughs> what is this number? We're counting the days. Since what? Since there was ever people, or since the sun did a the something? <laughs> Not at all. It's been 2017 years since what? Anybody yell it out? Christ. Since, yes, Christ, <laughs> Christ. That's right. It's been 2,017 years since CHRIST, JESUS. We are counting the days since JESUS together. Which makes sense if you're Christian, but what the fuck are the rest of us doing? Jesus was here, Jesus was here, Jesus was here. Everybody, scientists, historians, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus plus two, Jesus plus three, Jesus plus four. Jesus plus 2,017 years, four months, and three days is when your license expires.
0: Message. Jesus, motherfucking Christ. Yeah, I said it. I know some of y'all fucking ears just fucking cringe at the sound of that fucking phrase. Jesus, motherfucking Christ.
1: Jesus, them the Lord's name.
0: He's not my Lord, so maybe that'll help. You know, relieve some of the anxiety. Um, according to my understanding. He's not even who you might think he is, so I really didn't even violate what you think I just violated. So, I mean, listen, before I even try to get into all that right now, it'll take us a lot further off course, but God, the message, I mean, I promise I don't plan on using a whole bunch of clips from a whole bunch of comedians in every episode of podcast. but it just seemed like these motherfuckers just make this shit a little bit more clearer as some of these eggheads do in terms of the, 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 the technical information. like Because the reality of it is, is we live in an existence where we have to consider our motherfucking senses. Our senses are telling us the shit regardless of what the fuck people or storylines or narratives are telling us. Hello? Are you dead or alive? Like big motherfucking bang theory. Like we are God body. <clears throat> Why do they keep saying this God body shit? Listen, I'm not about to get all fucking five percent knowledge on you. Like I don't know that. I ain't even trying to perpetrate like I do. But what I understand from the from the aspect of the science that we're taught. Like the miracle of life. Some people say, see, that's proof of God. Nah, motherfucker, it might not be. It might be proof of some real awesome shit, but it ain't necessarily proof that God exists. The word God, I mean, that's proof that, you know, there was like some European, you know, ancestry. That worked his way all the way into 2018. Huh? What you talking about? Man, go research that shit. Where the word God come from. Then it might make more sense. But back to the God body. Talking about what we think of when we say the word God. The all powerful. That that power that has the ability to create something out of nothing. What we would consider invisible. Turning into Visible without understanding its ability to be physical and contain metaphysical. Like, we we don't understand shit about life. We as human beings are so much more like the rest of the animals. Oh, shit. Why the fuck you say that? Man, fuck you. I got a brain. I ain't no motherfucking animal. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Even if you don't talk like that, I'm not an animal. I am very educated, experienced, I've built things, I've flown aircraft, bungee jumped, and hang glide, where have you been, of the seven continents, I've been on all of them, you're from the hood, you don't know anything, maybe I don't, maybe I do, I know this, though, for all of us who are human beings, that is the element that is common to all of us. We we got a body. We all got a fucking father and a mother. So that Jesus fucking Christ guy that you guys are so real, real hype about, listen, dig deep on him, man. And that's it former Christian telling you that, I used to believe wholeheartedly in that, man, that shit was, yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. Listen, I could sing the fucking songs today, still got a lot of biblical textbooks and materials and all that shit. I haven't forgotten the experiences I've had in life, maybe some but not all. Most of them I just send them to the other fucking building where I keep the other old information that ain't necessary to access that all the time. Keep that on the clutter. That being said, I listen, I, I know what I experienced in terms of being raised and being serious about my commitment because I made a commitment at a very young age. Why? Because that's what I was exposed to. That was the rearing, the upbringing, the narrative. Parents said, go to church. Other parents said, hey, church is the place to be. And this is two parents who couldn't figure out how to get along in the same house, but I'm getting the same message from two different avenues. I guess it must, must be some shit over here. Hold up, wait a minute. Ain't just parents. Like, everybody in the goddamn community pretty much minus the people who don't go. Damn, I wish I could keep being one of the people who don't go because we didn't always go. I remember them days. That being said, I mean, bang. One day you're alive and you're just starting to fucking realize that you are living. And you're just starting to realize all the cool shit about life, taste buds, and fun, and entertainment. And I mean, that's even if you live in the most impoverished place in the world. We like to call undeveloped or underdeveloped third world country. I mean, as a kid, you experience the world with hope. You experience the world with with anticipation, with with, with the desire to explore. You find those things that you delight in, the pleasant tastes, fragrances, sights, the exhilarating experiences, connecting with animals or nature or other friends. Bang! That's life when you first get here. Then somewhere, somehow another bang happens, and it's like, oh, cut all that fun, free, cool, hanging out, and not having shit to do shit out, we got places for you to be, things for you to know, things for you to abide by, because these are now the constructs of your existence. Bang, bitch. Is you dead or is you alive? Because it is human beings who are constructing this shit. God body. I am God body. You are God body. We are God body. Human beings who are making these systems and these ideologies float, work, no matter how feebly or horribly. People participate in willingly or uh passively resisting, yet participating, the shit is going to operate. Bang. You don't take the time to become conscious or aware of it. Shit. You definitely going to be a part of the reason why it's continuing to go on and on and on. Both in your own life and in the life of those around you and then ultimately and subsequently those who are nowhere near you but still feel the effects of the decisions you make that go along with the status quo. Bang. But then one day you might have a motherfucking epiphany, sort of like I guess I feel like I kind of had. You might say, hold the fuck up. What happened to nature? I mean, yeah. The new shit is kind of cool shit, but what the fuck about nature? I do attribute a lot of things to having kids that have me thinking like, hold up, wait a minute. Taking care of them, like, I don't want to do the same stupid shit I used to do to myself or, you know, and then I had a lot of experience kind of raising myself because of how I grew up. I mean, at nine, it wasn't hard for me to make a kind of serious decision about my faith or what I was going to do in terms of, you know, my ideology about life and about God because I was already tasked with taking my younger sister to school, public transportation, like, a few miles from my home. This is in, I guess, the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, that that shit was like nothing. I was like, that's what you do. You you had the experience of being a young young man, at a very young age. That's kind of normal. It's shit's still going on to this day. For well, a lot of people, especially coming from my background and my economic situation. So, you know, when you think about that, it's like, wow. It ain't difficult to make a commitment to, like a uh, man said, to, you know, to God. I mean, shit, I believe in a whole other bunch of other shit. Matter of fact, I think Bill Burr talks about it in this clip. you're into, but I don't, I'm not
1: into that religious stuff where, uh, and this is why, I actually walked away from my religion, just, I had to be honest with myself. One, I didn't like to go, I didn't like going to church every week, you know? I just didn't. Part of it was I'm lazy, I don't like getting up on Sundays. and the other part was I already heard all the stories, okay? Heard it three, four times, the dude hasn't come back yet, you know, we're just sort of mulching over the same shit yet. I got it! Right? And the other aspect was, you know, I actually, uh, I had to be honest with myself, I felt my religion made sense and everybody else's sounded stupid. <laughs> I did. Look, I'm not talking about the basis of every religion. The basis of every religion makes sense. You know, the Ten Commandments, right? Don't kill anybody. Don't touch my wife. That's my bike. Right? That all makes sense. Of which, I broke a... I think I've broken every command except for the fifth one. That's it. I Haven't killed anybody yet, right? But the murderous thoughts that I have sometimes—I I think I could do it. Like when someone gets on a plane and they kick off their loafers and they're wearing those gold-toed like dress socks, and they cross their feet at the ankles and they just start rubbing their feet together. I, I see the whole thing. See the whole thing. Wrapping that the whole thing, so we'll see. Still early on, right? But Just the stories of how we got here and where we're going and what happens after we die. Everybody else's religion sounds stupid, you know? Like, I live out in Los Angeles. There's a bunch of Scientologists out there, and the first time I heard the story of Scientology, I was like, that is the dumbest shit I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like, your, your guy's name is Ron He wasn't alive thousands of years ago, so you can hide a lot of it in the mystery. This guy was alive like 45, 50 years ago. He had a driver's license.
0: He
1: sold to security bumper. There's like footage of him stuffing his toe. Motherfucker, I don't know what happened. He was working at Denny's. He got sick of it. He's like, oh, I'll start a religion. Hey, everybody, there's a spaceship coming back. Everybody's getting sneakers, this is Tom Cruise, we're gonna try to make it clear. I right. look I'm paraphrasing. I paraphrase To be fair to the Scientologists, I am paraphrasing. But that's essentially what they believe in. I said that is the dumbest shit I ever heard while simultaneously still kind of believing that a woman who never got fucked and a baby that walked on water died and came back three days later. Stop. yeah, that made total sense to me. So it just hit me one day. I was just like, well, why Why does that make sense and that shit doesn't, you know? They got a spaceship in theirs, you know, we, right? We had this space shuttle, you know, there's sneakers, there's a lot of shit I can relate to in this. <clears throat> Why does that sound so dumb to me? I don't know, you know what it is? You know, I think it's because I heard their story when I was an adult. I heard my story when I was like four years old, right? When I heard my story, there was still some fat fuck coming down the chimney, giving me Christmas toys, If I lost a tooth, there was a fairy, there was an Easter bunny. Why wouldn't there be some bearded baby moonwalking across the lake? (laughs) Throwing out bottomless buckets of shrimp or whatever, whatever you think. Of course that makes sense. What happened was as I got older, all of that stuff started to fall, right? Like, ah, son, there's there's no fat It's Your mother and I, your mom's the tooth fairy. And it's not because I don't believe in a higher power, I definitely do. My thing is when I go to church, I can't get past the fact that I'm just listening to some fucking guy. You ever think of that shit when you go in there? That's just some dude. And people are like, no, that's a special guy. No, it isn't. It isn't. Ah, he didn't he didn't like levitate down from the ceiling like oh. this white light around him. Why would you listen to another human being tell you where you're going to go when you die? It's just like, dude, have you ever been dead? No. Great. So wouldn't it be safe to assume that you wouldn't have the slightest fucking idea what you're talking about? Yeah. You're making it up. You're making the shit up. You're not fooling me with the robes and the candles. Speaking in old English. He said it under you. Shut the fuck up. You don't talk like that. You're just some guy. Your name's Jerry. You played soccer. You got your ass kicked in gym class. And now you're
0: doing this. Surely I just. All this to make a potentially heavy conversation a bit lighter. But it's necessary to, to delve into this. This bang theory. Not supporting or purporting. That shit just spontaneously happened, but however, I mean that's really like the most accurate explanation we can really come up with, at least from where I'm standing, because we just have no clue. We just know one day this shit was. So bang. Y'all right. Big bang theory evolutionists, y'all right. Y'all got it. But in terms of this this God and yeah, God yeah, God's in the picture. We are God. When you break it down to the metaphysical level and how the human being becomes a fucking human being, like, come on, man. Fucking, we are as much God as the plants and the animals are. I mean, we share so many chemical elements and and metaphysical elements that are similar and we share, I mean, come on, But they say genetically, we're like, the only difference between us and the chimpanzee is like 1.5 or 2.5% or some silly shit like that. Like, fucking chimps. Not just people of color. Not just the niggas in America. Talk about all human beings. We share 98.5% of our genetic makeup with the chimpanzee. They say we're about 75%. with dogs, Uh, about 50% with pigs or some shit like that, 33% with fucking daffodils, a fucking plant, my main man, human beings share genetic markers with inanimate objects, such as a desk, like, we we consider ourselves totally different from the shit that we call non-living, yet and still... So much of this universe is all founded on simple shit like hydrogen and carbon atoms. So, yeah, I can understand wanting to be, you know, treated as a human being and differently and above the rest of all of creation as some of these religious narratives have caused us as human beings to think. Not that we really needed that motherfucking persuasion and influence, I think as human beings, we do a fine job of just thinking real highly of ourselves without anybody fucking tooting our own horns, tooting our horns, you know what I mean? Like, we we do it easy. We think the world revolves around us just because of how much we need to understand what's happening in our experiences. So that being said, bang, bang, bang to shatter those ideals and icons and concepts that had my mind focused on seeing life only from one way. It's more to this shit than what we're taught and what we've been told. And a man or woman who only wants to rely on the narrative will never live, never truly trust their own senses to give them the first indicator of what's happening in their reality. It's funny how as human beings, we can be in the same locality or vicinity. I mean, said you could be sharing a room with a person and the same two people not experience the same phenomenon in the same manner. What you talk about with it, I'm talking about, I mean, shit, you could be chilling with your lady. And for some odd-ass reason, it could be hot as fucking balls to you, but she colder than the motherfucker. She want to be up under you, got blankets on, got you in a motherfucking uh, quilt igloo, the fucking snuggie on. What the fuck? I'm hot. Don't really want to be all up under you right now. Not to mention, I don't want to be wrapped up in no motherfucking Eskimo skins. Like, come on. For real, though? Two human beings in the same place experiencing the same phenomenon, the temperature in the room, but having two separate experiences. Bang. Reality is we need to look at this shit differently. So much time and money, resources being spent to preserve these old ways of thinking that might have served the societies and civilizations at their time. Maybe they did. But I'm telling y'all, this shit ain't working for us today. How they going to even fucking explain this new technology from a biblical context? There's no way in the fucking world God could be okay with iPhones. There's no way. There's no fucking way. The God who says you should have no other graven images before me. There's no way in the world he's okay with you waking up first thing in the morning and turning on the motherfucking apple and worshiping the fucking apple that got a a bite taken out of it. No way. He's not cool with it, especially when he knows Steve Jobs is the one who bit that motherfucker. He got the first bite on the apple. I made the apple. Who told Steve Jobs to bite the apple? Ain't nobody told Steve Jobs what the fuck I did to Adam and Eve over some motherfucking apples. This ain't Jobs pie apples. Motherfucking God apples. Y'all motherfuckers, no way in the world he's cool with this technological takeover. It's raping the goddamn land. I mean, the shit we really need is starting to be in competition with the way we live. Oh, I'm going to digress from that. But I mean, I'm just saying, I'm trying to give you guys a little bit of an understanding what this Big Bang theory is really about, this God body concept. It's about us as human beings really having the power and control to, to to shape and determine our future. So when we look at all the problems we have in this world, it's because we have them. It's not the devil, the evil. It ain't that. It ain't God. It ain't that. It's us not doing God work. I mean, come on. Each of us has a father and a mother. Talking about a sperm cell and an egg, a a woman's egg. That cell is the largest cell in the human body in contrast to the man's sperm, which is the smallest cell in the human body. Unity is necessary for human existence. Like tag teamwork. There's no fucking iron team. Y'all heard that cool ass mantra, right? Some asshole say, but it isn't me. I looked at that shit. I'm like, really? T-E-A-M? How motherfucking self-centered can you be to go all the way to the end of the line, pick the M, then double back to the middle and grab the E to say, well, it isn't me? That's some real twisted-ass fucking thinking, but I'm sick with it. We need motherfucking each other. But we don't need the bullshit that we give each other. But I promise you, a lot more of it is taught and thereby caught. And so we just perpetuate it because you know how we are. Survival of the fit, only the strong survive. That's real shit. That's just the real. Well, in certain circumstances and environments, yes. Like when you watching that National Geographic shit, motherfucking Lion King walk through the bitch symbol. It's my motherfucking pool. My bad, Scar, you got it, my bad. I know I'm fucking up the words, but I can can name what the fuck I want. I'm the lying motherfucking king out this bitch. I'll be Simba and Scar with this bitch and motherfucking Mufasa. Say it again. Yeah, that's survival of the fittest. And maybe some real crazy shit might happen amongst human beings here and there, but, I mean, it's a lot of times and a lot of places where shit is not crazy. And you got people like who are really strong and buff who are living real happy, amicable lives. And it's like people who are real scrawny and look like they malnourished and they looking, I mean, living happy lives. And they're cool and content. Most likely because they got a strong support system or the right things in place and the right people in place. I mean, that's not a lot. It's not a real complex formula. God, body, everything we need is provided amongst ourselves especially as we work in tandem and unity in nature for the sake of survival, but mutual survival, not the self-centered, I need all I can consume until I over-engorge myself and then thereby make myself sick and basically trying to kill myself. Yeah, the person who has no limit, no discipline on their their wants, they have a slight suicidal-like mindset. An attitude. But maybe I'm just thinking outside the box in the way that I see it. I promise you this. We're not here to consume everything in its totality. We are supposed to consume things while we're here. But not every goddamn thing we can get our hands on. I know. In this society and in this world, that might seem like a crazy-ass idea. You mean tell me if you was to hit the lottery, you wouldn't keep all that money for yourself? No, I wouldn't. I pay off these motherfucking bills I owe. I put a couple dollars aside for my family. I take care of a couple people who looked out for me. I give most of that shit away. I don't want motherfuckers knocking on my door. I want motherfuckers looking for a hookup, a handout. You ain't been around. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? wasn't with me down on the parish Island, you know what I'm saying? Making them sugar cookies. <laughs> you don't know nothing about that. So my day ones and my day twos, I'm going to look out for them and that shit, man. But that being said, I can give a fuck about this money shit. Plan on doing some shit that's going to put people back in power. To get back in, in, in touch with the human element, if you will. Because I swear to God, you can have all the money in the world. That shit in and of itself is not enough. You got to spend that shit to live. Now what? Well, if you spend it all, you'll be poor. You got to go back to work. No shit. But when you play the money game, and it is a motherfucking game, especially when you look at the way it has been played, you play it that way, you're just contributing to the the impending doom and demise of what we call human civilization. Every fucking developed country around the world goes through it. The only reason we've stayed at the forefront as long as we have is because we keep oppressing so many other uh, weaker, quote-unquote, developing or less developed countries. That's just something to think about. Give me a second. Let me get a little something to drink real quick, and let me give you some closing thoughts on this part one of God body, Big Bang Theory. Get right back to you. So, excuse me, and, you know, closing, this is just the end of the first part of this podcast, the Big Bang Theory, God-Body, I am God-Body, you are God-Body, we are God-Body, and there's two components or two things I want you to really consider As we move into the next part, part two of the Big Bang Theory, God Body. Two things to consider. And both of them deal with being misinformed. Whether intentionally, whether unintentionally, naively, what may have you. We as a species have been misinformed. Okay? It deals with the core element of the construct of time, okay? The first piece we've been misinformed about is about our age. Yes, you heard me correctly. Our age. A-G-E. Terribly misinformed about our age. You'll find it interesting as I get into that. And then secondly, we've been misinformed about the age of both the world and human civilization. So as we get into part two, Big Bang Theory, God-Body, we're going to explore those concepts deeper and really, really get a different perspective or maybe have a different way of looking at this thing we call life. Bang! Hey, real quick, again, I just wanted to say Oh, thank you.